Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode, another illustrious episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. That's me. I'm also joined by my voice slowly dying. <laughs> so by the end of this, I might uh, sound like a teenage boy again. Um, well, we're going to do our is that, best. Wait, is that what happens when you get sick? You just like... Yeah, it gets really... It gets really Reverse scratchy, in time. And then un- you just un- uh, you start cr- crackling again, you know? Oh, that almost sounded like your Morty voice. Oh, yeah. We're not going to do the Morty voice on the <laughs> podcast. You know, that's oh, for damn. that's for friends only. <laughs> oh, or Very people exclusive. I'm around when I'm drunk at a party, but... Uh, <laughs> mostly you know, friends. Yeah, mostly friends. Uh, but today we are here to talk about, in a scratchy voice... Uh, the Haunted Island, a frog detective game. game. Grace Bruxner's The Haunted Island, a frog oh, detective game. Oh, that's true. Well, Grace that's Bruxner true. presents oh, that's The right. Haunted Damn Island, it. a frog. Yeah, so eat your yes. heart out, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is a game by, you guessed it, Grace Bruxner. Oh, there's additional um, Thomas Bauker, uh, or Bauker, did the, did the code, wrote mm-hmm. some codes, and uh, Dan Golding did the music. Um both of which vital contributions. Uh, well, I yeah. assume vital. I can't speak specifically to the the vitalness of uh, the code, but I assume it's pr- probably pretty vital. <laughs> <laughs> the game runs, so I assume the code did something. Yeah, the game do the thing. So you know, uh, probably probably uh, you know Thomas Bowker did a good job. Boker, I don't know how to pronounce it. B o w k e r. Um, but the primarily primary developer on this game is uh, um, Grace Bruxner. You may remember from. Alien Casino, which we covered probably around a year ago, maybe a little more. Um, a full year already? Wow. Probably, man. We've been doing this shit like two years, bro. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Podcast, and, podcast life. Yeah, I guess not two years, like a year and a half, but either way. Yeah, a year and a half, though. I, honestly, I can't remember a time before we did a podcast. Like, I think back and just like, it's just black <laughs> blankness. Really? You don't, no. you don't remember when I like lived in the same city as you? No. I have Damn, no memory dude. of this. I've, I've, frankly, I don't know what your face looks like anymore. <laughs> well, it's on the website. <laughs> mm, I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, <laughs> but in any case, uh, today we're here to talk to you about uh, The Haunted Island, which um, if if this game is to be believed, uh, oh, I should say this is $5 on Itch or Steam or wherever you want to get games. Mm-hmm. And uh, although it's uh, as short as most of the games we play here, I think it took me less than an hour. Um yeah, just under I, I'd say. It's it's well worth the five dollars. I yes. had a big dumb grin uh basically the entire time uh <laughs> I played uh I was playing this game. Uh it's a very yeah. funny and silly and joyful. I think I told you it was just uh delightful. Yeah. Uh, I would describe it as delightful. It's just like it's fun to play and I like I don't know if I've laughed out loud that many times at a game in a very long time if ever i just like there's like every five minutes another joke was yeah the laughs just the laughs just great. keep on coming and it uh yeah. it has a lot of so like when we played alien casino i think we remarked a lot about how um it had a lot of personality but that game didn't have a, a ton going on and uh i think this game has just enough going on to um sort of make uh the the, the grace bruxner charm really work um, yeah, I, th- I think the addition of like a lot of writing and good writing uh, is a big part of that. Like, there's, I guess we should probably explain what the game is before we start <laughs> popping off on how dope it is. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you, well, uh, so you play as a frog 
who is also a detective. And uh, (laughs) I know very descriptive title and you are charged with going to uh, this island where strange sounds are happening and figuring out if there's a ghost there. Well, you're not the, 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 the setting is that there is a goat. There's a haunted Island. The, the, the denizen of the Island, the, the sloth King, what was his name again? Martin? I don't remember if he had a name, but he was a sloth and he declared himself king. Oh, it was Martin. Yeah, it was Martin. Mm -hmm. Declared himself king of the island. Yeah, because no one else was there. Um, Yeah. And uh, he reads a lot of books about uh, ghosts. Ghosts. So he decided that there's a weird sound and uh, he hasn't seen it. Yes, the the evidence he cites for there being a ghost is ghosts are invisible and he hasn't seen any. So. (laughs) Yeah, it's. it's, (laughs) There must be a ghost. Rock solid. Um, but anyway, you can't argue with it. Most of the game ends up playing out as uh, a point and click adventure yeah, game yeah. played from That's a first person perspective, where you're wandering around this little island and talking to little characters and getting them objects uh, and once trading you, objects for other objects in order yep. to get the objects you need. Yep, or just finding objects and uh, yeah. doing things in the world in order to change the state of it to get objects. Um, and then once you have enough objects, you, uh, you know, descend into the, to the cave beneath the, the island and uncover its mysterious secrets. Ooh, spooky. Um, to, be, to be specific, you have to get the materials to make a stick of dynamite and blow up some collapsed rocks. In order you have to, to you have to cave. do so enough to make, a. Uh, an un, uh, unspecified explosive device that you, you well, to- it's unspecified in the beginning, but I think the second time, uh, what's the lobster's name? Larry. Mm-hmm. I think he does call it dynamite or maybe the frog calls it. dynamite. Someone calls it dynamite. Um, yeah. And then when you throw it and I took a note of this cause I thought it was just so funny. Mm-hmm. Just the way the frog throws the dynamite. It, it is like a stick of dynamite. It is. Yeah. The, the red. there's a lot of like the animation is very like fun and goofy and it's like, it almost feels uh, like motion captured in a way of like early motion capture from like a PS2 where it's like mm. way smoother than uh, than like, uh, you know, hand done animation in games was at the time. But like the points of art articulation aren't that many. Like it's basically just like a rudimentary stick figure. But you can tell that it's like a it's being mapped onto a real person's movements in a way that is like kind of uncanny and uh, now in 2019 very funny to me. Um, like the the loading screens are like the frog walking and it like it reminds me of that. Um, I don't know if this is kind of a deep cut, but have you seen that uh, like wrestling gif of like Vince McMahon? Oh like, my walking god! Down the thing how he like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like flailing his art like yes. the, the frog that's how the frog walks yeah yeah in the loading screen it's kind of like has a similar <laughs> it's not quite as like pronounced but has like a similar <laughs> gait and like all the the dance moves are um are very fun but yeah the the like very serious like i'm throwing this dynamite at the whole animation pretty good um yeah just like uh, a lot this game is just like bursting with uh like character yeah, I, I will say that if you want to play the game, um, you should turn this podcast off because the the most fun of it for me, um, mm-hmm. well, there are a lot of things that were fun about it, but the jokes, I don't know what it is about them, but they're just like timing was great and mm-hmm. they were extremely funny. And I'm going to spoil all of them. 
So yeah, we're going to tell you all game. the funny parts because that's the most engaging way to make a podcast about something that's funny is just to explain why it's <laughs> tell funny. Tell the jokes. Yeah. No, but sincerely, uh, uh, you, I would recommend this game to anyone who likes to be happy because uh, it's uh, a fun. <laughs> anyone uh, who likes to be happy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. do you like uh, when something sparks joy? <laughs> well, have I got a game for you? you? You should not throw out this game. No, no. Marie Kondo. <laughs> Cannot approves. make you throw away Grace Bruckner's no Grace Bruckner's Bruckner Island, Island, a frog detective frog. game, which um, we should we should say uh, one of the reasons why the um, the uh, title is so um, long and kind of silly is that uh, it, it it's kind of like a Nancy Drew Hardy Boys type thing or it, it will be oh uh, that, well yeah because it says at the end it says the frog detective will be back. In what is it, the Invisible Wizard? Yeah, something like that. And it seems like yeah. these are going to be like a, a series, almost like a procedural uh, cop show. But instead of being <laughs> like self serious, it's like goofy uh, animal hijinks. Um, and I'm very excited. I'm curious if that's going to be like the next cases are going to be uh, like totally separate games and uh, totally. Boo. Frogs and toads are different. Boo. That's true. They are. Um, this dude doesn't have warts. No, he doesn't. Um, or they don't. I guess we don't. Uh, this is the, is the frog detective ever given a, a gender? I'm not sure. Um, I, I, I don't think they are actually. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, the, I, I'm curious if the, these are going to be like DLC, you know, from the same launcher, like case two, or if it's going to be a whole uh, separate game, like if it's going to be another games. five bones, or if it's going to be like uh, you you buy one and you get, or you you know just buy the thing and get it. I, I'll be curious. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I could see it going either way. I mean, it did sort of like as far as like like indie or like small development team itch game goes, mm-hmm. it did feel kind of like coherent as an object. Um, uh, so I could see it being like each one separate, but I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it definitely doesn't feel like, uh, I don't think it would be out of the question to charge another $5. I greatly enjoyed this game and think it was well worth the $5. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a good time. Uh, where should we, where should we start, uh, discussing? Um, so I guess if, I mean, I, I think this will probably be one where we kind of like go on a tangent. So I'm just going to start with the, uh, I, I made a big long list of all the jokes that I found very funny and just right off the bat um, one of the early jokes I think really like captures the sense of humor of this game pretty well mm-hmm. where um, uh, you're you're getting the assignment to go investigate the the island from your supervisor who's just named supervisor they're like a mm-hmm. penguin yep. and um, and then he says uh, they've asked for our best detective but lobster cop wasn't available um you're a second best and it's just like well and and i also love uh frog detective's response which is lobster cop's abilities far outweigh my own yeah yeah <laughs> he's like no th- he's like no offense or i forget what he says exactly but i think your supervisor says something effective no offense and mm-hmm. you're like none, none taken lobster cop's abilities far outweigh my own yeah yeah it's it's Not pretty good and it's a it's like a good way to establish the frog detective is like kind of unflappable and like uh, not too self-serious, even though, you know, some of the other critters on the island are like, oh, detective, ooh, and frog detective's just like, hey, man, I'm just doing my job. 
<laughs> yeah, who, what's, what's the character that thinks you're a secret agent? Oh, I don't remember the Can't name. Remember their name. But it's the little bear one with the pasta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, all the characters are very memorable for their like personality mm-hmm. and appearance and like the <laughs> objects around them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't remember like anyone's name except for Finley. Yeah. Finley. Uh, what was the, what was like the alligator guy? I love that guy. I don't remember his name. So, um, so basically you, you're given the assignment by the, uh, by the supervisor and then you, uh, you know, uh, the, there's a very good opening sequence of the frog detective, like taking a boat, uh, and like to the Island. And it's very funny. Like the camera's like kind of cutting around dramatically to this, uh, you know, goofy frog with a big dumb grin on its face as you know, like cruising d- through the ocean on like a little speed boat and then uh, get to the island and just start talking to people and, and see what's up. So the um, most of the people on the island are uh, ghost scientists, yes, which were hired Ooh, by Martin, Martin. <laughs> uh, to figure out what's going on. And you learn pretty quickly that many of their, many of them are utterly unqualified. Uh, some of them <laughs> didn't realize that they were ghost scientists. There's one of the characters that thinks that they're toast, toast scientists. Scientist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, I don't know, the, the hijinks just kind of start from there. You, there's like a, a, a monkey mystery monkey. Who's uh, a fan of frog detective and they're sort of the first Comments person on their blog. Yeah, exactly. They're sort of the first person that you go talk to and they're like hey go talk to gary larry gary larry the lobster larry larry Uh, yeah and then larry sort of lays out the plan like hey i can build an explosive but i need let's see if i can remember uh toothpaste no no let's see if you can remember let's see if you can remember toothpaste yes Uh, wool yes um you'll get the other two then gold yes um you already mentioned it huh you mentioned it Did when I? you were talking about who had it. Pasta. Yes, there you go. Boom. <laughs> Did it. No one's better than me. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think that's a like a, or now is a good a time as any to talk about um, sort of uh, adventure games. We haven't played like a straight up adventure game yeah. uh, for this podcast before. Um, and yeah, I think- well, not a lot of people are like making. Mm-mm. That sort of it's I was actually I had this thought while you while I was playing this game. Um mm-hmm. it's surprising to me that there aren't more like um developers who are like working alone, you know, the kind of like itch developer sure. that we would run into that are making adventure games because they tend to be like in terms of like programming or even just computational labor in general, pretty mm-hmm. light. Sure. So I like surprised we haven't run into as many. I don't know why that yeah. is. I think part of it is um writing is really hard. And, uh, yeah, and they're most, very, they have a lot of text. That's yeah, true. most of m- most adventure games that I've played at least are like pretty dependent on good writing to be enjoyable. Um, yeah, that's true. I think, I think part of the reason that adventure games have sort of fallen by the wayside is that from a gameplay perspective, they're kind of known for being, uh, like convoluted or I, I think there Unfair are examples. Often. Yeah. They're like examples of like cleverly designed adventure game, uh, puzzles, but um, I think the sort of stereotype when you think of like old school '90s 2D point-and-click adventure games is like here's a bunch of fun characters with uh, convoluted reasons for needing convoluted items that you have to like go through some ridiculous chain of events that uh, is really yeah. sort of unnatural and uh, 
um, oh, what am I? Unintuitive, uh, Intuitive. to, to try and get yeah. different items, uh, along the chain to eventually, uh, you know, get where you need to go into the next area and then do it all over again. Yeah. The um, most famous example, I can't think of the name is one of the, um, I think it was one of the LucasArts ones. Mm. No, 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 not LucasArts. Um, the double fine or no, I'm not no. sure. I didn't like, I'm not sure, but the what? most famous one is where you have to make a, or one of the most famous unfair mm-hmm. puzzles is you have to, um, use maple syrup and cat hair in order to make a mustache in order to impersonate a man who does not have a mustache. Oh, you gotta love that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and what? <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, that's part of the reason that like adventure games are out of vogue is like, or, or even not even necessarily that they're out of vogue, but that it would be hard to make one with just like a small team. Because if you have one writer, that's a lot of stuff to write. Like, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just a lot of footwork to put in and writing is really hard. Uh, uh, especially like writing a lot of characters that are like distinct and interesting and fun. Um, yeah. Is, is tough. But I think, the the way this game sort of gets away with fitting in the the like point and click adventure game frame is that it embraces how uh like convoluted and silly everything is like yeah. obviously i just listed out the ingredients of the bomb and they don't make any sense and all of the different characters reasons for wanting different objects that you have to trade to them are all like totally stupid and silly and and fun and i think it actually makes it way more enjoyable cuz then rather than it feeling like this weird bullshit thing of like oh how the hell was i supposed to know i was supposed to mix maple syrup and fucking cat hair like uh <laughs> instead it's just like someone oh, what's the what why does the guy with the floaty want a magnet because he wants to attach it to a boat uh and hold on to it and zoom around very fast <laughs> exactly like that's great See, but it's actually in this it's never like um it's unintuitive but it it um really uh, telegraphs what you need. Oh right? yeah. It's they not, never, it's not they like never he was, don't tell you. Can you imagine? He was like, uh, I want a way to, to attach myself really to a boat and zip around. Yeah. 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 Or like, I think my, one of my favorites is, um, the, the one that wants a, uh, uh, a magnifying glass. Cause you literally already have a magnifying glass, right? But rather than just giving your magnifying glass to them, you go find another magnifying glass on the Island uh, and then give it to them. Uh, okay. which I I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I talked to that person after I already had the second magnifying glass mm. and I was like, why do, why do I need this? And yeah. then, um, it was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was almost hoping that there would be like, uh, when you pick the dialogue option for like, Oh, magnifying glass, but you already have one. He'd be like, Oh great. Can I have yours? And you're like, no, but I don't remember that happening. I think it was just kind of like not yeah. addressed. Like, <laughs> Uh, which is fine. I don't want to give up my magnifying glass. You know, it's a vital tool to be able to look at everything so, through like a ridiculous warped lens. It's very funny. <laughs> very um, useful. I was I was really hoping that there would be like some little Easter eggs where I like point my magnifying glass at something specific and then uh, something weird happens. Uh, yeah. But there wasn't anything that I found. I, I still wouldn't be surprised. I didn't if find anything either. There exists. Um, I wouldn't either because this game did have a couple... I found two like secret, not secrets. Um, maybe we can talk about those in a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. this does seem like the kind of game that would have some weird moment where you weren't expecting, or if you like zoomed in on a specific tree or something, you'd see a secret message. Sure. Yeah. 
I mean, you already uh, told me before we started recording about uh, finding Grace Bruxner's face plastered onto a little bug, which I didn't see. Yeah. I'm that pretty sure like it's Grace Bruxner. Um, but it's like if you walk past this bush, the first time you walk past the bush, there's nothing there. If you come back, there's a little grasshopper in it. And it's got, um, what's the word when it has like an actual photograph? Uh, I, I don't know the name for it. It's just like didn't a you, didn't you tell it to me? face mapping or something. We've definitely talked about it before. But, yeah, uh, I don't I guess know. I don't know if it has, has a, a name, but it's name. like an actual photograph. And she's making like a, a weird scrunchy face. And, um, yeah, I was like, is that Grace Bruxner? I yeah. think it was. Yeah. I, I would, I would hope it is. Although she does, she does make an appearance in the game, uh, fully 3d modeled, yes. uh, which was great. There's a, there's a nice fourth wall break, like right before the end of the game where or I guess it's not necessarily right before the end of the game. You, I guess you could talk to this character kind of at any point, right? I'm trying to remember. Uh, the the books thing? Yeah. No, that has to be at the end of the game because the reason it's Martin who says books are bad, uh-huh. and he says it to you because once you revealed that it wasn't actually a ghost making the spooky sounds. Oh, he's like, yeah. These he's like, oh, I shouldn't read books. In fact, it seems that books have no use in our society. Yeah, and, and the frog detective was just like, yes. Yes, you should use the useless. internet. Books are utterly useless. And then it cuts to Grace Bruxner and she's like, developer here, I want to say that books do serve a purpose in our society. You should uh, <laughs> make sure that they're from a reputable source. And if you use the internet, you should check to make sure that it's reliable. Oh, God. Very good. <laughs> Very good moment. The only yeah. thing I wish is that it was like voice acted. Uh, and we got to, to hear. Like she had just <laughs> given her pitch. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fun. listen, books are good, actually. <laughs> you should um, read a book. Read books. Take a look inside a book. Reading it's, Rainbow. Grace Bruxner presents Reading Rainbow. I can go anywhere. <laughs> um, but the other secret, uh, secret, not secret I found, was did you try to look behind the mountain? Yeah, the little man that's back there. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> He's a little guy, man. He, he hides like when a, you try a little, to get close to him. A little 2D, like, hand-drawn cartoon figure who, if you get too close to him, he's like, ah, and hides behind the rock, and you can't reach him. I, I never figured out who he is. See, that's why I was so was ready to, like, point the um, magnifying glass at him and have, like, something... Something special oh, happen, but I don't think you know what you know would be cool. Maybe that guy's, uh, you know, going to be in uh, the the next case. We're going to encounter that little little Ooh, feller there. Nice, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> that would um, be fun. I thought that he was the ghost at first. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I figured that there was no ghost because uh, so like the justification that there's a ghost is that there are like these holes scattered throughout the island and there's spooky sounds coming out of them. Yes. Uh, so I think it was like pretty clear early on that it's just like oh there's something a critter or something down there in the hole that's making or i honestly thought it was going to be like wind blowing through the holes making yeah type sounds um i I actually really liked the um i was impressed like narratively with the ending mm -hmm. um already gave the spoiler warning so sure we're in the clear but like even though the the humor of this game has a kind of like nonsense or like absurdist sort of like style yeah. mm-hmm. um the the ending felt like very like like a like not just low random like it was like oh yeah that that makes sense sure because you had talked to martin earlier and he mentioned that the person on an adjacent island finley is always dancing because she's training for 
the dance competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he also mentions that the ghost noises have been happening for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get down there and Finley has been down there the whole time dancing um, and eating mushrooms and, and eating mushrooms and tripping l- the like, fuck out, probably pl- playing music. Um, and because, and she's been down there for two weeks. I mm. uh, was just like, Oh, it all, it all circled back. Yeah. And um, it was, it felt like very say. like Scooby-Doo, which was funny because they, uh, Oh, the Scooby-Doo. Oh my Scooby-Doo God. Reference. It was those, those were, might be my favorite things is the, all the, the ghost scientist notes, um, in their oh, yeah. research station. Yeah. I only, it's just like, what were the other ones? I just remember there was one, the Scooby-Doo one that was like, make sure never to split up. When like the kids in Scooby Doe or something like it's Scooby Doe. Yeah. Like all the notes were like really like horribly misspelled, and then it said like things. Yeah, that like, was like Alien Casino too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it was like I don't actually know what a ghost is, and like weird little <laughs> notes. Uh, oh, I, I wish I I was gonna write them all down, but I'm like, oh, that's not that's tedious. But now I wish I would have because they were very good. Guess you'll just have to play for yourself to find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were they're great. I I was laughing very hard at those. Um, those those notes were were very good. Um, what else do we have to cover in this game? Did you um? So I was going to ask if you had a favorite uh character. You mentioned oh. potentially the alligator man. Yes, the alligator man, one hundred percent. Okay, what's your what's your so what's your so. Reasoning? For uh, the 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 people that haven't played the game, first of all, what are you doing? You're just straight fucking up, dude. Go play the game. Uh, <laughs> second of all, uh, so you you wander around. You're just wandering around, talk to people. There's no, you don't have to approach them in any order. Um, but like, kind of around the corner, there's like the, <laughs> this lizard looking character, just like lounged out on a lawn chair, just kind of like doing the classic like sexy pose where they're like. It's like the um, like fucking, hand on your hip, laying on a side. Yeah, hand on your hip, and like uh, who? What's the Jurassic Park? Who's the, the Dr. Ian Malcolm when he's all laid out on the table? And he's like Jeff Goldblum. You know, there's that famous picture of him sitting oh, there on the table. Yeah, it's like Where that. Going for of, the memes to explain uh, gestures today. Listen, you gotta you gotta keep it relatable uh, in this in this uh, you know internet age. You know, if you want to keep the kids interested, you gotta you gotta meet them at their level. Uh, memes. <laughs> but uh okay. but anyway he's like <laughs> lounging out on the chair and when you go and click on him to talk to him just like without any warning the frog detective uh splays out on the chair next to him and it just like cut back to for like shot reverse shot it's just the two of them like <laughs> laid out like sexy models on these things <laughs> and he's like oh you're a detective right i'm gonna call you d tech like yes D apostrophe or not apostrophe uh dash t-e-k all caps uh and d-tech is just like has or not d-tech the i wish i could remember the lizard's name so cool um yeah i don't remember but they have very white teeth because they brush their teeth all the time with fancy toothpaste uh but you you need their fancy toothpaste so you have to (laughs) exchange it for mouthwash uh no no i just like that guy i i i uh had him win the dance competition uh, oh did you cool cool i did like guy. his dance i remember yeah his dance fucking rip dude that guy's <laughs> awesome i want to be that lizard man who did i end up picking i think i picked the oh yeah i picked the like duck man um, oh the one that uh wanted to learn how to break dance to impress the monkey no no that's the mouse 
Um, oh, what's the I duck? forget what the I forgot. Oh, the, the duck, duck is the one. shells. Oh, <laughs> with the magnifying glass, the tiny oh, yeah. shells. He's <laughs> doing the weird pose. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I thought the duck super funny when I when I talked to him because it's like you walk up to him, he's like he like recoils. Yeah, and he gets in like a defensive position. And he's like, don't step on my shells. Don't step on my shells. And you're like, what shells? He's like, they're very small. You can't have see the magnifying them. glass. I see a magnifying glass. Yours is probably not strong enough. So you, so you get, <laughs> you get them a bigger shell so that they don't have to have the magnifying glass to look at their little shells. They just have one big shell, which is great. Just again, <laughs> like, does that actually adhere to any real logic? No, but is it funny and charming? 100%. And <laughs> well, it almost, it almost has the kind of like, did you ever play King's quest? Um, I didn't. I've heard they're good though, especially that yeah. the reboot that they did a few years ago. I've heard is actually very good. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? I never played the reboot. Huh. Yeah, it's supposed to be well, great. I, I played King's Quest Six, which I've heard some people say is the best one. I don't know. It's the only mm. one I've played, but mm. it's very good. But a lot of times, what it does is it has like, um, sort of like absurd or nonsensical, like Alice in Wonderland level of like, like riddles. But it 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 really like explains the rules to you, and some of these like reminded me of it sort of like in one of them you have you have to put iceberg lettuce in hot boiling water to cool it down mm, but when you pick up the iceberg lettuce your character's like whoa this is really cold so <laughs> it's like the the pun is like yeah made made apparent to you sure um, even though you have to like figure out how the riddle works in order to solve it yeah there's like um, an- and I, I did sort of feel like i mean none of them the the like fun of this game isn't the like challenge of solving puzzles because it's not they're not supposed to be hard yeah they're not uh, really puzzles it's just kind of like hey i want this yeah yeah yeah. uh so but the the sort of like relation of the objects to the people who need them sort of reminded me of adventure like actual adventure games in that way yeah yeah i mean it's definitely like evoking a sort of randomness that real adventure games use sort of without winking at you about it or I shouldn't say yeah. real adventure games, but other adventure games used without winking at you about it. Uh, and this game, I guess this game doesn't wink at you either. It's just, that's the whole thing is that it's all uh, very, very silly and absurd um, in a, in a very fun way. Um, yeah. I also like um, the, the sheep that thinks it's really gross that, that you want their wool. That, that was what I was going to say. was my favorite character. I oh, like that I bit a lot. Um, the, the, you like, so you need wool. And they're like mm-hmm. shedding everywhere. And you're like, can you have it? And they're like, ew, why would you want that? And mm-hmm. you're like, it's just wool. And he's like, but it's my hair, dude. Mm-hmm. And then and then you're like, but I'm wearing, I'm wearing a, wool a wool sweater shirt. right now. And he's like, what? That's disgusting. And then he's like, is it? You're wearing a wool sweater. I am. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Their back and forth is like way longer than any of the other back and forths in the game. And it's very funny. They're just like continually because you're like not picking any uh, dialogue options. You're just kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> sitting there as they talk back and forth about how weird it is and yeah it's pretty good and when you come back uh, with the room they're like I still feel weird about this and it's like I'm sorry but I, I, I need this it's like oh, okay <laughs> yeah uh, it's good it it's, is a good game it is the, extremely funny I guess in case we didn't like lay it out uh, totally the culmination of this game fucking owns it's great uh, so you go and uh, find Finley in the cave down below, and then the dance competition is supposed to be the next day. But uh, since everybody's there, it's like, why don't we just do well, it today? Well, they they realize that they need. Uh, so the frog is like, I don't actually feel like I understand this dance competition. 
who is participating? And they sort of like realize at that moment that it's a competition of two. And he's oh, like, well, well, what about all these other people who are what here? What about now? these ghost scientists? Well, they're leaving. Well, let's move the competition to today. Yeah. And then basically uh, everyone's dancing in a circle. Oh my God. It's so good. It's just like out of nowhere, there's just like this everybody dancing in a circle. And then um, one by one, they like, one of them will go to the center and like do their little dance move. And at the end, it just like pops up a thing like, you decide who wins and you just like <laughs> pick who you like the best. And then there's a little cutscene of that person like doing a pose in front of everybody. And that's sort of the, the end of the game. Then you go back and have a little wrap up and the supervisor is mm-hmm. like, great job. I've got another case for you or whatever. Um, um, it is a, it is a testament to the quality of this game that he, <laughs> when I picked the winner, I picked the duck. Uh-huh. I just picked cause I liked their move. But then mm-hmm. afterwards, um, I remembered, I was like, oh shit, Finley's been practicing for two weeks. I feel yep. so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I genuinely was like, oh, I should have picked Finley. Yeah, I thought about picking Finley, but I was unimpressed with her moves, you know? Yeah, compared to the other characters. You know, Finley, a little lackluster. You know, maybe she was still a little high on those mushrooms and wasn't quite ready <laughs> to dance yet. <laughs> oh, we should, I, I can't believe I haven't brought, up, brought this up yet. Uh, the music in this game is great. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, like kind of uh, stereotypical, like noir, like kind of like jazzy, uh, like very low key. Uh, and it contrasts in a very funny way with like the bright, silly goofiness of mm-hmm. everything. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved the music. And that's again by Dan Golding. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's very good. It's, it's good. It's good. This game yeah, is good. I, Just play I, it. I, I didn't make um, much of a mental note about the music when I was playing it, but thinking uh-huh. back, yeah, I did like it. Yeah, I think I think at first, it. like it hit me really specifically because it like when you start the game, you're in like this dark office, and there's like this like sort of like slow piano, like a guy playing a drum kit with like brushes, just like and it's like gling gling and then there's like a goofy little midi saxophone that comes in over top and then the phone rings and you go and have the whole exchange about um lobster cop being uh being infinitely better than uh frog detective um and it's good man it's just it's just good the supervisor you remember that he's like i've been getting all sorts of calls from the townsfolk they they loved your dance moves (laughs) Oh yes, yeah, because it was on every station. The dance, yeah. the the dance. And the frog's like, really? I, I don't remember there being cameras. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You should play this game, people. I know we've just explained like why it's funny and fun, but you should experience it for yourself. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Uh, just the in order to really appreciate the writing, we can't do it justice. Like paraphrasing it, it's just like, yeah, the specific wording and timing of all the lines is what makes it so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's worthwhile for sure. D- uh, did you have anything else you wanted to uh, wanted to cover um, before um, we move on? Uh, nothing like general. I just had a lot of other specific jokes that I marked down. There's like the one when you're talking to the sheep. Uh, he's like, "You need to bring something to clean it up with, like a broom or fire." <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> you're like, oh, I okay. probably won't bring. I fire. probably won't use fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those those kinds of little things are, are 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 good. And again, those are like the things that you get a better idea of if you play. So so maybe we should leave the rest of those uh, for people to, to, the, to have the an incentive yeah. to play. Yeah, 
Go play it. Right now. Good but stuff. Before you leave to go play that, uh, we're going to tell you about what we're playing next week, which is a game called Black Room by Cassie McQuater. Um, that seems right. McQuater, McQuater, maybe. Yeah, which is described as a browser based narrative game about falling asleep while you're on your computer on the internet. Um, although. Also called, conceived as a feminist dungeon crawler. Yeah. And it seems crazy. You play it all in a browser, it's free. Uh, and it looks hog wild. It yeah. looks like um, every arcade machine from the mid '90s had sex with every other arcade machine uh, from the '90s, and then just like their colorful uh, love child uh, is running in a web browser. Yeah. And I and I mean, I, I think it's not just. I think it's like actually collaged, real. Yeah, game. I, I think it's. I, I think, think it's so. a little bit uh, like a like. There's a little bit of like hypertext. Uh, fiction uh, in this as as well. I've I only oh, did huh. the first few. Like it's a it's a series of web pages. It's not just like a single page. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I opened it up a little bit and I got just far enough in to be like, okay, this seems uh weird and crazy in an enjoyable and didn't way. Didn't it get it got nominated for some? Yeah, the um, Nuovo Award at the the IGF. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm uh, very interested to see. Uh, how this how this whole thing is uh, gonna pan out? I'm very excited to play it. Uh, and if you want a link to find that game, I could read it out to you right now, but that would be uh, <laughs> tedious. So instead, you should follow us on Twitter at EdgeGuardCast, um, where you can get links to games and yeah. engage with creators. They'll be your yep. friend. We and tweet out the the games usually on Wednesday or Thursday before. Sundays when we release so uh, if you want to play the game before the episode you can find a link to it there um, so yeah and, and honestly I think uh, if you if you have been listening to the show and you already follow us on Twitter but you haven't been playing along first of all what are you doing that's crazy you should play along and uh, you know uh, <laughs> tweet at us or send us an email of uh, some of your thoughts about the game we'd love to like hear what people have to say I think that could also like drive some conversation too so uh, you know, if you if you're listening along, playing along, let us know. Let us know that we're not just throwing this podcast out into the void. Um, yeah, I, I I do like the idea. We've gotten from especially like creators or creators' close friends. Sometimes on uh, Twitter, people will like say what they what they thought about the episode. But it would be fun if people had um, things they noticed about a game that we missed, or if you disagree with something we said about a game, or if you just have something to elaborate on. Um, if you want to tweet at us, there's a very high chance we will uh, talk about it in the following episode so yeah uh, absolutely think about doing that and um the yeah so follow us on twitter and with that we will talk to you next week 